News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin, and we are brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Tell them Mark sent you. It, it, a rainy, wet day here in the Tri-States, but uh, never a bad day to buy a car from Cunis Honda Hyundai. Still paying top dollar for trade-ins, and you can get 0% on select Hondas and Hyundais. Ask them about that complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Hopefully the weather's better wherever you may be listening. If you're here in the Tri-States with me, yeah, it's a, it's a stinky day. It is actually the perfect day to sit on the couch, get a 12-pack of Miller Lite or whatever your drink of choice is. I'm a Miller Lite guy. Get some nachos and then just watch golf, right? <laughs> it's a master Saturday. And, uh, that's actually where we're going to start the show here. Follow along on, uh, on the mark on Facebook. Uh, thanks for everyone tuning in on Facebook live. Uh, or if you want more sports content with me or want to get a hold of me at all, uh, the best way to do it is through Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. All right. Let's jump into it. Episode 81 of on the Mark Hespen headline. Number one, Hespin's headlines on the mark. Golf's major problem rears its ugly head again on golf's biggest weekend. The Masters, two rounds in the book. The cut has been made, and we look ahead towards the weekend of what should be celebrated as golf's Super Bowl. It is the biggest stage for golf. It's on the two biggest networks that carry golf. ESPN on Thursday and Friday, and then all this weekend, Jim Nance, the biggest, you know, besides probably Al Michaels, biggest name, biggest voice in sports, calling golf. This should be a uh, this should be a celebration of golf. This should be one of those weekends where even the lightest or casual, uh, smallest of golf fans tunes in for a while on Sunday because ooh ooh, ooh the leaderboard is tight. And you got, uh, you know, someone asking, you know, a, a young kid asking their dad or, a, you know, a girlfriend talking to the boyfriend as they're watching golf. Like, who's that guy? What, what's that golfer do? Is it, are they any good? Or, man, that was a great shot. Who is that kid? But I fear that golf is going to miss that this year. Like it has so often over the past half a decade, even more. Especially missing golf's brightest and biggest star, Tiger Woods. Now, Tiger will always be bigger than golf in and of itself. Tiger will always get our eyeballs to the TV. But Tiger may not ever golf again. Tiger, to our knowledge, at least even if he makes a full miraculous type of recovery from an injury that was described as Alex Smith-esque, on his one leg. We probably won't see him at least competing in majors, eyeballs on TV watching Tiger 
most likely my guess would be 2023. So once again, here we all here we are, golf fans, stuck in the tires just spinning in the mud of who's going to be the next star. Now this is different from the NBA, where they say, "Oh, is the next Michael Jordan, the next LeBron James," because the NBA has a array of stars, and you have fan bases based and fandom based on location. It's a lot like any other major sports uh, where you have teams in cities. You get that pride. You can just get fans because I live here or I was born here or I may live in a different state. You may be a Cardinals fan living in Southern California, but you moved out there, but your grandpa was a diehard Cardinals fan. And so you're a diehard Cardinals fan. Golf, tennis, bowling, individual sports, they don't have that. Boxing, UFC, MMA. You need bright stars. You need talent shining on the biggest stages at the biggest moments in those sports and you need them to be competitive you need storylines or at least you need drama and you need things to get eyeballs on tvs now i'm not it may sound like i'm paying some sort of doom and gloom for golf and i'm not i'm not i really i'm not trying to give that impression but what i'm trying to get across here is if golf wants to grow And I've been on this for years. If golf wants to have a chance to be more than just four weekends a year for casual fans and and to get people like me, who is the ultimate of casual fan in golf, who doesn't miss any of the four days of the four biggest weekends. And then, you know, of course, with the Ryder Cup and other things like that. And you want me to tune into like, oh, my gosh, there's just a golf tournament on a random Sunday in July, and I'm going to tune into it, then golf needs some of these stars to actually start golfing like stars. So let let me get into this here a little bit. Right now, as we sit, as golfers are about to take the course on the Masters and Saturday to begin the weekend, you have Justin Rose, a one-time major winner, at 7-under, dominant on Thursday, hit par on Friday. He's got a two. He's got a one-shot lead on a guy named Brian Harmon, and a guy named Will Zalatoris. Big eyeball getters there, minus six. And then there's a couple guys you know: Jordan Spieth minus five, Hideki Matsuyama minus four, Siwoo Kim minus four, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau. That's a great pairing to watch today. Both at minus four. So there are some names, but that's where the leaderboard sits. No Tiger, no Dustin Johnson, no Brooks Kepka, no Rory McElroy. And this is what this is where this is what I'm trying to get at. Golf's major issue. If I am to be pulled into the TV in the post Tiger Woods era, because we really have to admit now, we are in the post Tiger Woods era. Whatever we get out of Tiger. Even since that Masters win in 2019, we knew that was a cherry on top of an incredible career. And in my opinion, the greatest golfer of all time. Yes, Jack's got three more. Tiger's the best golfer of all time, in my opinion. But whatever we get from Tiger now is, is not just cherries on top. It is like, oh my gosh, we see Tiger Woods in public and that's awesome. A guy who's worth almost a billion dollars who doesn't need to do anything the rest of his life. 
anything we get from him is like we, we like we get from Michael Jordan. Whenever Michael Jordan pops up now or shows up at a charity event or uh, shows up on TV or makes a speech, that's just a blessing. That is just a uh, extra credit. That's that's free. That's free uh, entertainment. That's what we're in the post Tiger Woods era now. So looking at the post Tiger Woods era, there are some names in one of these guys. It, it doesn't have to be all of them. The more the merrier of these guys that step up and actually make waves and win masters and majors over and over and over again is going to help golf. It has to be one of these guys. Rory, Brooks, Spieth, DJ, JT, or Morikawa. And if you are a casual golf fan like me, then you know everyone I just mentioned. Maybe if you're a fringe casual, you might have said, okay, no, I've heard of Rory McIlroy or I've heard of DJ Justin Johnson. But all of those guys, they have already enough of a pedigree built in. They have enough name recognition. They have enough good storylines for us as the casual golf community to latch on to and really tune into golf and really watch golf. And if Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, uh, Jordan Smith, if any of them were to win two of the next four majors, three of the next seven, that could get me to a TV on a random golf day in July next summer because, oh, Spieth has won three of the last seven majors, and he's dominating at TPC wherever in Arizona or whatever, and you want to tune in and watch. Maybe place a little money on it as gambling continues to grow as well. That's what I'm talking about. And and, and, and maybe it is one of these guys. Maybe this Brian Harmon is going to win the Masters this weekend, and he's going to rattle off three of the next four majors. That whatever Whoever it is, it has to be one of them, and they have to have a good enough storyline for us as the casual fan to really latch on to, to really follow, to get invested in, to spend money in, to give our time in. Time is money, and you're competing if you're golf against the NFL that just seems to dominate. It's the it's early April, and my next two two of my next three stories are NFL stories. And you're competing against the NBA, who still has mega star power, and as they're heading into their playoffs during golf's biggest year, and the NHL, same thing, big star power, heading into their playoffs during golf's big peak times. So for golf to grow beyond the four relevant majors, to stay in that conversation, to say, hey, on these four weekends, it doesn't matter what's happening. There could be an NFL game on, but if there's Masters golf or there's major golf happening, you're going to tune into that because one of those guys I just listed has got to start dominating in a way that it doesn't – no one's going to be Tiger, but it has to be Tiger-esque. You know, Rory's got four major wins. Brooks has four major wins. Spieth has three. DJ has two. Justin uh, Thomas, Jason Day, Colin Morikawa all have one. But in order to get to that legendary status for me to really buy in, to call you an all-time great golfer, you got to get into that 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 range. I mean, obviously, Jack's got 18. Tiger's got 15. P- Arnie Palmer, he's got seven. Phil Mickelson's got five, and Phil 
is that fringe guy who you talk about, well, is he an all-time, he's not a Mount Rushmore guy, but he's close, and he can carry weight. And it doesn't have to be these guys dominating every tournament. If you get a Phil Mickelson on a weekend to help carry some ratings. But what the golf's got to deal with right now, if you're sitting there and you're a part of the PGA and you're a part of CBS, you are praying to the ratings gods and the television gods and the content gods that Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, or Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa, minus two, only five back. One of these guys has a mega day today. So there is intrigue going in to tomorrow because if Spieth and Thomas fall off the map today and you're left with Zalatoris and Harmon and Leishman and Champ uh, as your leaderboard heading into Sunday, that's that's death. That's death to golf ratings. Because even a guy like me that is a casual fan will say, yeah, my Cubs are playing. It's, you know, random series against the Pirates, but, uh, you know, I'd rather put a couple bucks on the Cubs and watch that than Brian Harmon versus Will Zalatoris. And, I, and again, if one of those guys wins this majors, Masters, their name becomes more credible, and I'll add them to the list of, all right, start winning more, win more, win more. Give me content. Make me want to get my eyeballs on that screen. So if golf has is, is got to be praying right now, for a Jordan Spieth, a Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa, one of those guys, make that charge. Now, here's the flip side of this coin. is A lot of my casual golf listeners are probably sitting there going, Mark, you're leaving off two names that are very fascinating names. And they play a part in this as well. They play a huge part in this as well. Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed. Now, if you know those names, they each have themselves a major title. So they are major winners. They are big players in the casual golf fan community. But they're the bad guys. And bad guys, you need bad guys in a sport. You need the kind of villain. You need the guy who wins enough to annoy us all because they're complaining to the rules officials and Bryson's posting these ridiculous Instagram videos of his weird workouts and he's sitting there on the on the driving range Thursday morning just jacking bombs. And then he goes out and shoots a plus five on day one. Like, you need those guys. Bryson and Patrick Reed have a role to play in the future of golf as well. I'd like to see them win more as well because they are the type of guys that you want. Oh, Rory, just kick Bryson's butt. Brooks, get out there and just dominate Patrick Reed. You need the bad guys. That creates the storyline. That creates the drama. You know, in a lot of ways, Phil wasn't the bad guy to Tiger. But for the Tiger stands, God, when Phil was up on Tiger heading into Sunday, you wanted nothing more than Phil to hunt down, uh, the Tiger to hunt Phil down. And conversely, there's a lot of Bryson fans and people who like Bryson. And I think that they buy into that we're okay being the hated guys. And you need that. I mean, the NBA ratings spiked considerably. When LeBron James joined the Miami Heat, you had villains. When Durant was on the Warriors, there was great ratings. You had villains. They were kind of likable villains, but they were still villains. Sports needs that. 
The NFL is the only league that doesn't need that. The NFL is the only league that you have so many storylines, you have so much love and passion. It's like English in, in, in Premier League soccer. You don't need anything else because the sport itself will give you ratings. It will always be there. But for a lot of these other sports, you need those storylines. So Patrick Reed and Bryson DeChambeau have a place in this, and they are both in contention here heading into the third round. Bryson had a great day yesterday. He's at minus one. Can't remember where Patrick Reed's at. He's at plus one. So again, I'm comfortable as a golf fan, even though I don't want to. I don't like them. I'm not rooting for them to see them up at the top of the leaderboard. To see Jordan Spieth battling Bryson DeChambeau going into Sunday, that is golf heaven. That's Twitter blowing up. That's eyeballs on screens for golf. That's huge. That's huge. You know, and a lot of this stems from the fact that it is so crazy to me that Dustin Johnson, the world number one in golf right now, is sitting at home on a Masters on a Saturday and Sunday. He doesn't make the cut. And he's healthy. By all accounts, 100% healthy. That's a joke. Like, that's a joke. We should be more critical of him as golf fans. Like, dude, what the heck? You can't have that. If you want to be, if you're in world number one, make the cut at the Masters. Where is that dominance? Where is the alpha on this tour? I think Brooks is the guy, but Brooks' problem is health. He's got the excuse right now, but he's been unhealthy for the past two years. Can't get his knee figured out. And that's not good for a guy who built his game in a mirror image of Tiger in a way that I'm into the long ball, chicks dig the long ball, boom it down the fairways, good, a decent short game. So Brooks has that problem. And, and Rory is the other guy. I mean, Rory's international, but American audiences love him. For like, he missed the cut. Like Rory, that it can't happen. This can't happen. And part of the reason I think you, we may never get dominance again, and golf may always middle on this. You know, guys win two or three majors, four majors, and their careers never take off to the level of a Phil, an Arnie, a Jack, a Tiger again. Is because the prize money's so big. I mean, look at a guy like Ricky Fowler. I'm not talking about Ricky Fowler this weekend. He does. He's not even invited to the Masters. But he's one of the bigger names for the casual fans in golf. He's made so much money from winning a couple tournaments and then endorsements with Puma. And that's all thanks to Tiger Woods. He changed the game with the money in golf as well. And when you can win one major tournament and then you got $30 million you're sitting down in the bank, well, what's the motivation to be out there grinding on the golf course like a Tiger did? Like a Jack. No, no, no. You want to make your living. You got to win tournaments. Arnold Palmer had to win tournaments. Yeah, he had some endorsements, but nothing like today. You got to win. That's where the money is. You got to win tournaments. It's not the same anymore. So maybe that's where golf's, it's going to be golf's issue. And tennis will have this issue. They're going to run into it as Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer get older in the men's side and Serena. You know, luckily, uh, the women have Naomi Osaka. And she's kind of taking that torch a little bit. But it's a, it's a fascinating thing. And again, I know this is like a 25-minute rant on, on golf, but this is their Super Bowl weekend. The next time I talk about golf is going to be the next time there's a major, most likely. If you want content, golf, if you want listen, eyeballs watching and you want ears listening, and you want people like me in the sports media world to give you coverage, to talk about you, you have got to start putting more pressure on your biggest stars to win more. Dustin Johnson can't miss cuts. 
Brooks Kepka, you got to get healthy. I don't care. Sit the rest of the year. Get healthy. Make cuts. Be in contention on Sundays. Rory, figure it out. Or I need to see a guy like a Colin Morikawa or another a younger guy like a Justin Thomas just go off, start dominating, take care of business. And Bryson and Patrick Reed, they play, they play a role in this as well as the bad guys. All right. That's a long rant, but it's Masters weekend. And I love watching, I love watching major golf. Uh, hopefully we get some, we get some excitement on Sunday. You're listening on the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis Country. Tell them Mark sent you. When we come back, I will break some silence on Deshaun Watson. Uh, there is now new news. Address it, and I have in my thoughts of what needs to happen here from the NFL standpoint going forward. You're listening on the Mark here, News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On our first date, we have spring is here, and along with sun and warmth, you can expect post-winter road hazards like potholes, uneven pavement, springtime showers, and an increased number of cyclists and pedestrians. Did you know that 2018 was the deadliest year for pedestrians since 1990? This spring, slow down on wet roads, avoid potholes, and stay on the lookout for pedestrians and cyclists. For more driving safety tips, visit driversed.com. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Thank you, America. We know staying home isn't as easy as it looks. It's hard sitting out at family gatherings, missing out on milestones like graduation or the birth of a new family member. For many, staying home has meant job loss and financial hardship. People call healthcare workers heroes. You're a hero, too. We're the infectious diseases experts fighting COVID-19 in hospitals, public health departments, and laboratories across the country. You're giving up a lot to keep yourself, your loved ones, and your community safe. It's not easy giving up things that were once part of everyday life. Going to work, eating at a restaurant, spending time with friends. When you stay home, you're helping us win the fight against COVID-19. Keep it up. We'll emerge strong and healthy together again. Sponsored by the Infectious Diseases Society of America Foundation. For more COVID-19 information, visit idsafoundation.org. KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis country. Tell them Mark sent you. They're paying top dollar for trade-ins. If you're driving around right now when you uh, you want to get into a new vehicle or you have a payment on a vehicle that's a couple years old, I guarantee you they could get you into a newer vehicle for maybe even a lesser payment. It's incredible what they're doing out there, Cunis. Best decision I made in 2020 was joining the Cunis family. All right. So we've talked about it briefly before, and and the only thing I've really mentioned on the Deshaun Watson story up until this point is that I'm not comfortable talking about it without new information. You know, it's one of those stories. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I, I, you know, oh, here's my opinion on, you know, these allegations and this very, very sensitive topic without getting more information. But I feel like at this point in time, there's so much now that's coming out that I have more of an informed opinion on it. And, you know, at this point in time, I feel feel comfortable telling, you know, sharing at at this point what I think needs to happen. 
And uh, so let's jump into it. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Roger Goodell needs to put Deshaun Watson on the commissioner's exempt list ASAP. ASAP. Now, if you don't know what the commissioner's exempt list is, uh, in the NFL, it is the uh, basically Roger Goodell being able to wield power and saying, hey, there's something else going on in this player's life that has nothing to do with their job as a football player, but it is concerning, alarming, or whatever it may be enough that we are going to remove that football player and let the football team go forward as if that player and everything that affects that player is not uh, not affecting them at this point in time. Giving the team some freedom, some leeway, but the player can come back at any point in time. It is a it is just like a, uh, a, a, a kind of think of like an IR spot, only the commissioner is the one who wields that power. And I think it's time for Roger Goodell to wield that power with Deshaun Watson. We're up to over uh, 20 accusers of Deshaun Watson of sexual assault, a sexual misconduct. Multiple lawyers, multiple states, and now you have women who are coming forward and are not hiding behind anonymity anymore. And this is only going to get more serious and uh, more intense in the court of law as the Houston Police Department is officially open in a, an official investigation. The NFL has opened an investigation. And now Nike and Beats by Dre, two companies that have zero interest in losing Deshaun Watson as a client because Deshaun Watson being great at football is great for their brand, have now suspended or severed ties with Deshaun Watson as well. And you know that Nike, one of the biggest companies in the world who deals with athletes and their problems all the time, has their own lawyers and their own investigators are doing their own digging. And if Nike is willing to take that move, that's a lot of where there's smoke, there's fire. And again, I am not going to sit here like like I did last week. Politics aside, innocent until proven guilty, Deshaun Watson is walking around as a free man right now. No, He is not in jail. He is uh, he's not lost his uh, fortune that he has in the bank. He can travel from state to state. He can board a plane. I would imagine uh, he'd do whatever he wants right now. He has no charges. He is a he is innocent right now. He has not been proven guilty. Charges are one thing, or uh, claims or accusations. Uh, no official charges yet filed. But that being said, the NFL needs to step in. In my opinion, at this point in time, there is enough smoke. There is enough, this is going to get ugly. There is enough, this is going to probably go to court to where the NFL needs to put Deshaun Watson on the commissioner's exempt list and let Houston go forward. And also, I've hated on Houston a ton on this program. Before any of this uh, has come out about Deshaun Watson, months ago, I sat here and went on rants about how I think Houston is dysfunctional. I stand by that. Houston's a mess. I stand by that. They are probably the poorest run organization in the NFL. I stand by that. They have wacky leadership. I stand by that. 
And I stood by Deshaun Watson being able to get out of Houston and hoping that Houston let him go and let him walk free. And I think this is even more now evidence to that Houston is poorly run as well. If I was if I was in charge of the Houston Texans, I would have already suspended Deshaun Watson indefinitely until further notice, especially an organization that is run by people that are supposedly religion is at their core <laughs> and who they've hired. They're running the team. And if religion is at your core, then wouldn't you think to yourself, hey, this is not, these accusations are very anti what we stand for as human beings, let alone as an organization. And we want to make sure that everything is cleared before we're even associated with the person who's got claims of sexual misconduct and assault. So again, I think it's a shame on Houston Texans. If this was my team, if it was the Bears, if I was in charge of this organization, I would have already suspended the player indefinitely. Smoke, there's fire. I want them to, hey, you take care of whatever this is. Clear your name if you are innocent. If you're not innocent, you're going to be doing some serious time. So you're not a part of an organization either way. Or if I was the Houston Texans, I would be saying, hey, Roger, help us out here. Commissioner's exempt list. What? That is literally what you built the commissioner's exempt list for in the post-Ray Rice era of the NFL. This certainly fits into that. Now, in a sense, from what we've seen the commissioner's exempt list used before is when there are charges actually filed and when there's video evidence that the commissioner could look at, that we in the public opinion, the public court could look at as well. There is none of that, to my knowledge, in the Deshaun Watson case. But if I was the commissioner of the NFL, I would not wait. I would jump on this commissioner's exempt because you're technically not doing anything. In the commissioner's exempt list, you're allowed to get your checks. You're not hurting his money. You're just saying, hey, until you figure out what the heck's going on here, whether you are innocent to proven guilty or if you are guilty in the court of law, you need to figure that out. And that's way more important than this game that we play and the way you make your living at this point in time. And these guys make so much money, it's not like you taking the the delivery guy and saying, hey, we're going to take you out of your job, commissioner's exemplus, you're not going to make any money, and yet, how do you feed your family or whatever like that? It's a different scenario. So, yeah, you're held to different standards when you make that money, just like we hold these people to different standards in any way, shape, or form. Again, I am not going into whether Deshaun Watson is innocent or guilty. I haven't seen the evidence. There are no charges officially filed. I personally believe these women. I believe accusers when they come forward. That's personal. That's Mark Hespin. That's how I live my life. Especially when there's a volume of accusers in multiple states with multiple attorneys. And then your own attorney, Deshaun Watson, comes out and says, Rusty Harden, yesterday that some of these acts did actually happen, but they were consensual. So now Deshaun Watson, who is saying, I don't know, you know, these people are just out for money. None of this happened. Now his attorney's coming out and saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Some of these actually did happen. Consensual acts between mutual adults. Okay. 
you know, this is going to get ugly. This is going to get messy. And again, I don't want to go into it. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a jury. I'm not into making baseless claims and saying Deshaun Watson is the devil. I'm not going to sit here and do that. What I'm going to sit here and say is, from the sports perspective, in my opinion, there's a lot of smoke. Where there's smoke, there's usually some fire. Your own attorney is claiming that some of these acts did happen. Uh, You believe they were mutual. And again, if I'm an organization... And I'm hearing that my star quarterback, who's apparently got a longtime girlfriend, is engaging with some of these acts that were, you know, whether they, in his mind, mutual or not. That's also something I don't necessarily want my star quarterback involved in. So if I were the Texans, I would have already suspended Deshaun Watson, especially by this point in time. And if I was Roger Goodell, I would put him on the commissioner's exempt list. That's what the commissioner's exempt list is literally for. That's what it is built for. And again, go clear your name in court. As the judge is now saying, some of these women have to come forward and and drop their anonymity. Um, but this is this is there's more that's going to come out before this is going to go away. These 22 women are not going to just disappear, take the checks, go away in the next week, and Deshaun Watson can wipe his hands and move on with his career. This is this is going to, in my opinion, from what I just have been reading outside in, it looks like it's going to be going to court, especially now with his own lawyer saying some of these acts actually happened. Because now you are getting into he said, she said, especially on the acts you said, hey, are, okay, well, which are the ones you said, which are the ones you're of these accusers are you saying actually happened? And they're still accusing you say you say it was mutual and consensual. I'm saying it's not then of course they're going to be talking about going into court or settling outside of court. And either way, as the NFL, I would not be comfortable having that type of things going on while you're currently trying to play quarterback. I, 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 I just don't think that's smart at all. From the NFL standpoint, again, I'm talking about from the sports NFL standpoint, in my opinion, I think the NFL should use uh, the commissioner's exempt list on Deshaun Watson, ASAP, or if I were in charge of the Houston Texans, I would have already suspended Deshaun Watson indefinitely until this gets cleared up in the court of law or if it doesn't go to the court of law at any point in time. That's my that's where I stand. And I also just will say this. I believe women and accusers, especially when you get to the volume of accusers, multiple attorneys, multiple states and now you're saying by the other party some of these things did happen and now it's he said he said she said that's where i stand on it that's where i stand on deshaun watson and again i'm not going to beat this into a dead horse i will talk more to sean watson from a sports standpoint and where his where his uh, role in the houston texans lays as more of that information comes forward now I'm just letting you know at this point on April 10th with the information I see and what we've what was now come out from his own lawyer and the lawyers and these women, some women who have already come forward and dropped the anonymity, I think that they should put him on the commissioner's exempt list. All right, you're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO, KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis country. When we come back... NFL draft talk. 
I will let you know where I stand officially as we are about two weeks out from the draft on these quarterbacks and uh, why I just don't get some of the stuff I'm hearing. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Equal opportunity, especially in the workforce, is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. There's real meaning in supporting ourselves and those we care about. We feel respected, useful, even empowered to become leaders. But what if you were one of the six and a half million people in the U.S. with an intellectual or developmental difference, such as autism? 81% of adults with developmental differences don't even have a paid job, and only about a third of the public believes they're capable of having leadership roles. Now is the time to change that. Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to one million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community by 2025. Together, we can build a broader workforce for the future. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. What does the sound of a school bell bring to mind? Homeroom? Lunchtime? The day's end? Or the end of school entirely, as in kids dropping out? At Communities in Schools, we work directly inside schools to help those students whose ability to come to school is often jeopardized by hardships, the loss of a loved one, poverty, lack of housing, or bullying. Hear from a few students whose lives we have touched. They've always had my back. They've always done anything to help me. At Communities in Schools, we empower students to succeed in and out of the classroom. They've been there for when I've had any questions, any problems personally. Anytime I needed support, they were there. Our mission is to ensure that at-risk kids have someone by their side. It means a lot to you, graduate. It's just a big accomplishment. Communities in Schools never gave up on me. They told me I can do it, and I did it. Communities in Schools. We're in school to help kids stay in school. See how we help all students succeed at communitiesinschools.org. Heart attacks and strokes don't stay home. When seconds count, call 911. The hospital is the safest place to be. Visit heart.org slash don't die of doubt. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. Likely today, otherwise overcast skies. Daytime highs approaching 51. Northwesterly winds 15 to 20 miles per hour. Scattered rain showers likely tonight. Lows dip down to about 45. Cloudy skies expected. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow. Highs level off around 68. Sunny skies and calm. Right now, 50. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. They have over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. Ask them about their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty on all new vehicles. Honda 0% on select vehicles. Hyundai 0%. Now is the time. If you're driving around in a used vehicle, they're paying top dollar, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. All right, so I want to spend about five minutes here and just talk to quarterbacks in the upcoming NFL draft. We'll talk more draft as we get closer here. You know, um, we're going to talk a lot of draft post-draft. There's a lot of draft talk coming on up. But I want to get out ahead of the quarterback thing. You know, one of the things in the sports media world in, in you, you, that I'm finding is I'm spending more and more time in is you just got to make predictions. You got to make some some claims, some stances, and you trust your gut, trust your eyes, and you're going to be right you're going to be wrong on things. You're going to be right you're going to be wrong on things. I was very high on Justin Herbert last year. Go back, hear it through the analogs of On the Mark. I felt good about that. 
you know, I, I like Tua a lot as well. And, you know, Tua is so far right now after a year, not nearly as high on. I was a Joe Burrow guy, number one. Uh, I hope Joe Burrow bounces back. And so as we start to look at these quarterbacks uh, and, and, and the future of the NFL, and as we look towards the draft, I got to start making some claims and making some stances. I think Trevor Lawrence is an all-time prospect. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys who will work and be very good wherever he goes. I think he is very Justin Herbert-esque, only more personality, and even a little bit maybe more leadership, more outgoing. Uh, so I think that's a, that's a scary combination. I think if you give me all of Justin Herbert, and I love Justin Herbert, physical abilities, they are like equals, but plus a little more charisma, a little more... Uh, doing some commercials, a little more guys in the locker rooms, like, damn, that guy's an alpha. Then th- that can be, that's where you get into home run, some scary home run territory. So I, I think Trevor Lawrence is a no brainer. And I, and I am beyond excited to see the Jacksonville Jaguars have a chance at a, a Andrew Luck at a, at a person who's a, you know, a, 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 their Peyton Manning, someone who could be like, wow, this could be our guy. For 10 to 15 years. I'm pumped for Jacksonville because Jacksonville is an organization that needs something like that. And the NFL, again, is better when the small markets, Kansas City, uh, Green Bay, Indianapolis, when the small markets get legendary guys or someone who could be a legendary guy, that's great. Chicago, Houston, New York, L.A. teams, Miami, they don't, I mean, it helps when they have a legendary guy or the guy, but they're going to get ratings no matter what because of the size of the market and the team. You know, the Bears are always going to draw a number. You know, the the, the Giants are always going to draw a number. You know, the Rams in L.A. and, 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 and the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas, they're always going to draw a number because of the size of the market. But these smaller markets having a chance to get a legendary type guy I think that's huge, and I think Trevor Lawrence is the no-brainer in this draft. The quarterback I like most next, the number two, is Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is exactly what you want in the modern-day NFL. He can make all the throws. His accuracy could be improved, but that's NFL coaching. I'd be confident my coaches and my staff saying, hey, let's bring him in and coach him up a little bit, but extremely mobile. Tough. We saw him take hits and take a beating against a Clemson team and single-handedly beat a Clemson team with a ton of draft talent. I think Justin Fields, to me, is the second-best quarterback prospect. So if I'm just going about prospect, who I would take, I would go Justin Fields, too. Then I would go Trey Lance. I like the upside of Trey Lance a lot more than the upside of Zach Wilson. Win right now, enter into the league, throw him into any system, go win me games. I think Zach Wilson could win you more games as a rookie than a Trey Lance on any given Sunday in any given system. But ceiling, explosiveness, what the NFL is built for in 2021, I would take Lance over Wilson. I would go Wilson right behind Lance. They're very close. And I think Wilson is the type of guy, the smile, the charisma, 
Uh, the look is going to do very well in a Jets organization, and I am okay with the Jets taking him at two. I, I feel like, you know what, as an organization, I if I'm Trey Lance or Justin Fields, I don't want to go to the New York Jets. If I am any of these guys, Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, or Fields, I want to go to San Francisco. And I cannot believe that San Francisco is taking Mac Jones. I think it's a massive mistake. I think it is a horrendous mistake. I think Mac Jones is the opposite of what you want in a modern-day NFL 2021 quarterback. Think about the quarterbacks who come into this league who have amazing success or have had Hall of Fame-level careers, if you're trading up that high to get it. You are throwing, if you're Mac Jones, to guys who are going to be first-round draft picks, who are 10 yards of open windows, no starts, only started for one year. You're not mobile, or at least that Alabama office didn't show us that you're mobile, but you didn't make explosive, out-of-the-box mobile plays. Your arm, from what we've seen graded as BB+, the windows are only going to get tighter, and there are things that you haven't seen. When's the last time that Mac Jones had to throw into a tight window consistently during a game, probably his junior year of college? I, I, Mac Jones' size, toughness, intelligence, leadership, I like all of those things. And I'm not saying that Mac Jones is going to be a bust. In fact, I think Mac Jones, if he gets drafted by San Francisco, could look like the best rookie quarterback because he's got a great situation he's going to. I am not as high in Mac Jones as everyone else. So that's my ranking pre-draft. Now, post-draft, I'll tell you who I think is going to have the most success depending on where they go, coaching, sort of, all that. Pre-draft ranking, I want it to be known I'm a Lawrence Fields, Lance, Wilson, Jones. Wilson and Lance, neck and neck. Call them 3A, 3B. Right there. I'll take Lance's potential over Wilson's potential. Final break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO. Tower welcoming you back to Dennis Melvin's house. It's time for the Midnight Snack Run. This is one tricky obstacle course. Sticking to healthy habits in this kitchen is going to take focus and determination, but it can be done, JB. He's already entered the snack part of the course, and he's eyeballing a jar of chocolate candy. That is tempting right off the start. Uh-oh. He's reaching, Bill, but he pushes it away. Great stiff arm. He's approaching a plate of delicious-looking iced cookies. Oh, Dennis, you only want one of those. He blows right by him for the apple. Oh, the fridge. It's make or break time, JB. He stares down some rich-looking treats. Uh-oh. Looks like he's headed for the soda. Wait. He jukes left, grabs the water bottle, and shuts the door with his elbow in record time. Unbelievable move. I gotta see that again. And he's out. He even turned off the light. That's the way you execute a mid Night snack run. Stand up to cancer and rally want you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We're wrapping up the show here. Just a minute left. Uh, I want to mention quickly, pumped about NASCAR in Martinsville tonight, 630. Again, shout out to NASCAR, understanding the schedule. 
Martinsville, great, exciting night race, tight course. Avoid Master Sunday. Brilliant move from NASCAR. What's on a Saturday night? What are you watching tonight besides maybe Saturday night baseball or NBA action? Tune in to NASCAR Martinsville. I like my guy Brad Kislowski and the tight Martinsville track. But get off of Master Sunday. They understand the calendar a lot like the NFL. Shout out NASCAR. Love the the leadership decisions that NASCAR is making recently. Also, the dirt track racing two weeks ago, still that was awesome. That was awesome. And I want to give a shout-out to Joe Musgrove, Padres, through the first ever no-hitter in Padres history. Grew up a Padres fan in Southern California. That's baseball for you. Baseball, unlike any other sport, will give you weird stats and storylines on any given night that you've never seen ever before. Now every single team has a no-hitter in MLB history. Shout-out to former Cub Victor Caratini. He caught that no-hitter last night. He's caught the last two no-hitters in MLB. Um, And then finally, as I look at the MLB landscape, so far for my Cubs, shout-out Craig Kimbrell. He's been electric. He has been electric so far. Love what I've seen from uh, Craig Kimbrell, and I've been the biggest Craig Kimbrell critic. Uh, If he can stay hot like this, the Cubs have a chance in the division. Uh, The Yankees and Braves have been disappointing so far. And uh, shout-out to the Dodgers, the Cardinals, and the Reds. Reds have come out of nowhere. But Cardinals, Dodgers, they've been right where I've been expected. Nolan Arenado hitting a game-winning homer in the bottom of the eighth the other night. That's how you win over the hearts of Cardinals fans. You think? All right, it's a rainy, wet day Saturday here in the uh, Tri-State area. I'm going to be watching a ton of golf. Spieth, Finau, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Let's have a day. Also, I'm comfortable with Justin Rose winning a second major. And he's a great storyline for today. I'd like to see him do well. Um, but otherwise, uh, hopefully you got some good names, big names at the top of the leaderboard. Follow me on Twitter, at Mark Hespin. I'll be tweeting golf all the rest of the day today and then watching some NASCAR tonight as well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will see you next week. For another edition of On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app, follow K- On the Mark on Facebook. Search On the Mark KHMO.